0: Hello, I'm Doug Bennett. Thank you for listening to my introductory podcast. I've set this podcast up because I found an old goals book way back in 2012, and I was amazed to find that I'd completed 10 out of 11 of those goals. And so that set me on a journey where I was on the edge of financial oblivion, close to bankruptcy in 2010. And now I find myself in a very comfortable position, completely different scenario to those dark days. So I'm going to share with you a number of different ways in which you can make a huge difference to your future life. So join me on a weekly basis as we work out about how goals do come true. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to my podcast, Goals Do Come True. Today, I am speaking to Angelina Lim. After graduating from Durham University with a degree in economics, Angelina went on to work at Deloitte and PWC, in risk and management consulting. Didn't really do it for her, I don't think. However, after realising that corporate life did not live up to the expectations, she left to pursue her more entrepreneurial dreams. She spent the last few years training as a nutritional therapist, rapid transformational therapist, and a coach, and now uses her skills and experience to help new service-based entrepreneurs with their mindset. After suffering massively with impost syndrome, and who doesn't suffer from that from time to time, perfectionism, and we all do that, and overwhelm after certifying, Angelina recognized that deep mindset shifts have to happen in order to launch as an entrepreneur. This is a hurdle that many trip up on, and they either give up or burn out before they succeed. So using RTT, which is a rapid transplant. Transplant, you know. Therapist, training, and NLP coaching, she helps new entrepreneurs overcome fears of failure, visibility, judgment, as well as overcome other hidden subconscious blocks, such as money, receiving, or success blocks, so that they can start signing up clients and soar to the next level of success. Now, she told me all about that before we started, and she did a much, much better job on the introduction. But hey, Angeline, thank you very much for joining me. So tell us a little bit about yourself that I haven't covered in the beginning there and, you know, how goals have formed a part of the process to help you achieve where you are at the moment and what you've got lined up for the future.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on this podcast, Doug. It's really exciting. So goals have been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. And I really see goals as almost your internal sat-nav to success. But what I have found over the years is that setting that right destination in your sat nav is as important as having a destination. So let me explain a little bit more. So ever since I was young, I have kind of been brought up by society to have a traditional goal mindset. And what I mean by this is having classic goals about being an all-round person. An A-star student at school, I played three musical instruments, I was a national swimmer, I was competitive about getting into a top university and getting a job as one of the top firms, like Deloitte and PwC are the best graduate programs in the country. But I wasn't happy and and my mental health suffered a lot throughout my teenage years and my early adult life. And I really started to reflect on why this was. And I realized it was because I had absorbed society's ideas of what my goal should be, what success should look like. And that's when I really started to think, okay, why am I doing this? Why am I on this path of trajectory that society expects me to be on? A star student, good university, good job. When it doesn't align to me, it doesn't light me up, it doesn't create a feeling of fulfillment within me. And I've always known from a young age I wanted to be entrepreneurial. I've been a bit of a dreamer. I like to (laughs) create things in my mind and you know fantasize about all different types of businesses so I knew I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit and to be honest when I went into consulting it was with the hope that I would be exposed to different industries which then would inspire me to become an entrepreneur so in 2017 I have like a life mentor who does so many things in life she's like director of on boards of companies she's a nutritional therapist she's a branding consultant everything but I was really interested in nutrition at the time. And that's why I decided to leave my corporate job, my safe, secure corporate job, and really start to study something that I was passionate about. And at the time, it was nutritional therapy. So it was a three-year diploma to become a nutritional therapist. I did enjoy the studying. And in my final year, I also studied rapid transformational therapy. I came across the type of therapy it's amazing it changed my life it helped me overcome a lot of blocks in my own life which is why I decided to use it and so my goal started to shift to I want to now be employed but use my experience in the corporate world my own experience of mental health and health conditions and combine it become someone who can go into corporate do talks on nutrition mindset and have this mind-body element but then COVID happened right and people aren't going into the offices people aren't gathering having workshops having talks on nutrition and health so that kind of threw my whole goal of becoming this corporate well-being all-rounder out the window and very much having to focus online online therapy etc but then deep down something else was not aligning and I was getting really frustrated I was like I've done all this training to become a therapist to become a nutritionist I've set this goal of working in corporate but why is it still feeling really difficult and that's when I realized okay it's not enough to have the goal of becoming an entrepreneur you have to have a goal that aligns to you and I started to think okay, nutrition, working with clients one-to-one in a nutrition capacity was draining me of energy. It was not giving me the satisfaction. It was giving me stress because I didn't want to get it wrong. I didn't want to be giving the wrong advice to people. And so after a lot of guilt, after training for three years, I decided I needed to let it go and just focus on mindset coaching because that's what gives me energy, That what lights me up. And so now I am on my goal, you know, of being working for myself, but having a business which totally aligns and lights me up. And I think that is probably the biggest learning curve that I've come on in the last few years in terms think, of goals.
0: I think you've hit on something there. If you're working in something that you really, really love, it doesn't drain you. It just mm-hmm. it actually feeds your energy source. So you can keep going and you can carry on doing it and you know, without even realizing. There's no draining on the mental side of things. Mm. Um so it's I think it is important that you find something that you're passionate about as well, as long as just having a goal. But you know, if you're deciding that you're gonna go down a particular path, please, you know, make sure that you're passionate about it.
1: Yeah, alignment I think is key because You know, I think even after I did the three-year diploma in nutrition, I had all these certifications. It's not enough to say to follow a path based on your credentials. And I know a lot of people who do this, you know, they spend thousands of pounds on doing PhDs and masters, and they feel like they are obliged to go down that route to set goals that are aligned to that path because of their past. But it's okay to break free from that because... Essentially, if you're not aligned to what you do, it's just you're just going to feel a slave to your business. And I might as well have just stayed in a safe, secure corporate job, feeling like it was a chore or a slog. Then being in a business which I still feel the same. So alignment, like I say to myself and I say to my clients, is the biggest thing to get right.
0: That's very important because, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be miserable, you might as well get paid a lot for it <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the corporate <laughs> world rather than a little, which is what invariably happens when you launch into the entrepreneurial world, when you're starting out, for example. So, yeah, I mean, it's very important. Anybody there thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or following a dream, I prefer following goals, but following that path, you have some passion. That's, it's got to be the only way to be. Otherwise you might as well be miserable in a corporate world and two, three, four times as much money. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so we we wonder, do you write your goals down? And is that sort of fairly important? I know we spoke at the beginning or before this about SMART goals, and and you've got a little take on that. And everybody seems to be battering me about SMART goals because (laughs) is my old-fashioned way, I think. But, yeah, share with us, one, whether you write the goals down and where SMART fits in and how you've developed it beyond that.
1: Absolutely. And I think there is something about smart goals. It's not that I don't totally use smart goals. Smart goals for me are, you know, as you say, a very traditional way to set goals. But what I found from my own internal reflection and with working with people is that it very much dependent on personality type. And so, you know, if I have a client who does work really well with smart goals, and there are certain personality types that do, then absolutely, then that's their way of Being aligned to their goals, but for me, right as a perfectionist, I have found that smart goals can be very damaging, and I'll tell you why. Because when someone is a perfectionist, they set very high standards, unrealistic standards of themselves, and in short amounts of time. And that was very much me. I'm very impatient. I'm quite stubborn, and my my bar setting was very high. And when you set a smart goal like that, and you set a bar When you're a perfectionist, anything less than hitting that goal makes you feel like a failure. And obviously, I don't do it so much now because I've done a lot of mindset work. I've removed a lot of subconscious blocks and changed my perspective. And the book by Dr. Carol Dweck, The Mindsets, Growth Mindset vs. Fixed Mindset, changed my life. But when someone is in a fixed mindset, has set a smart goal and is a perfectionist, that is an ultimate recipe for disaster. Because nothing you do, or if you fall short, even the tiniest bit of that SMART goal is going to make you beat yourself up, become your own worst enemy, and actually drag you down. So for me, I use SMART goals for smaller tasks. I'm very much a creative personality. I like to think, I can imagine the big picture. I can put myself where I want to be and say... successful version of myself but what I'm not good at is breaking that down because I want that reality to happen as soon as possible so for me all the tiny little steps are the things I struggle with but I use smart goals for that so you know weekly setting of tasks to hit certain things I will use smart and I think with big goals I find that smart goals do not work as such I think visualization is way more important than just writing a goal down and i don't know if you're familiar with like law of attraction or i'm a fan of joe dispenser do
0: you know
1: joe dispenser i don't know
0: joe dispenser but i do believe in the law of attraction
1: yeah so joe dispenser you know before when i used to hear law of attraction i used to think i was a bit wishy-washy i'm not sure maybe it's a bit woo-woo but joe dispenser actually explains law of attraction in terms of quantum physics and science and i'm a science geek so when like I read his book Breaking the Habit Being You and watched his YouTube videos it all made sense to me and really it's about creating your reality in your mind now and I know you spoke with Mark on a previous podcast about this but you know me learning things as a therapist and learning about the quantum field has really solidified my knowledge and that's that your brain creates neural connections through actions. So when you create, for example, a habit of action, when we learn to brush our teeth at a young age, or we stopped putting sugar in our tea, our brain has to learn by repetition. And so with hypnosis and meditation, if you can start to create your future reality, put yourself in how you want to be as your future self, create that reality now your brain and your body does not know the difference your brain will actually start to create that reality now in physical manifestations of feelings and how you act and how you show up every day and you know a great way of demonstrating this to yourself is like if you are take yourself into meditation and you take yourself back to a, one of your happiest memories you know maybe it was when you got married when your kids were born whatever it is the best holiday you ever went on and you put yourself in that memory you feel every experience around you the weather who you're with your body will create that emotion within you because your mind cannot differentiate between past present and future emotion but what most people do and what happens with smart goals is that you are almost writing a future vision and sometimes that can create a gap a separation of where you are now because you start to focus on all the things you're not right now you start to actually focus on place and you come from a place of lack and you know when you when you, every time you set, get closer to the goal and you're like oh my god I've set myself this goal but I'm nowhere near it you start to feel frustration or panic and when you start to feel those feelings you are living in a record of your past and you're feeling disconnection from your future so you know I encourage you to go watch a lot of Joe Dispenza's YouTube videos because it's all about this. Once you can create the emotion, visualise your goal happening right now as if it was your reality, you will actually naturally attract opportunities to you and success to you in a way that you didn't think was possible.
0: Well, I have to agree there. I mean, you know, I've got my little notebook, my 59p notebook that I wrote 2004 and i know it was 2004 because uh, i've completed the london marathon was one of the goals on there and i know I, i did that in 2005 so you know that's that's the thing so it's you know it does attract things into your life it does move you towards opportunities and you see things that you wouldn't ordinarily pay a great deal of attention to i think if you've got those goals so what's the um I mean, we talk about uh, big, hairy, audacious goals and you made the point to me earlier off air that, you know, SMART doesn't work with those because they're not realistic if they're big, hairy and audacious. So how would you work on a big, hairy, audacious goal? And have you got one that you're working on at the moment?
1: Yeah, so- prepared
0: to share with us?
1: Yeah, my big, audacious, hairy goal is, you know, I've just started my new business a month into it, but within the first 12 months of business, I want to hit six figures and I know that's completely possible because I've seen new coaches online who have done that within six months or even two months of business so I know it's completely possible and that is what I want for me so that is my big audacious goal at the moment and for me it's about breaking it down and also having accountability so I know I think when we get older as adults we forget that we need a coach Mm-hmm. and i think it's definitely changing now but there is still a lot of hesitation towards coaching and i even get this with hypnotherapy i'm like oh hypnotherapy is a bit woo woo but i think people are expanding their oh, i don't know can't remember my mind's gone blank but their openness yeah. to exp- yes. to have these things
0: yeah. but as there's, we, when there's, we chill- there's, there's becoming more evidence that actually these things work so actually why not embrace
1: exactly if
0: you're not achieving anything well maybe try something different
1: and it's about shifting your perspective right so all through our life school uni we have teachers we have mentors that help us get to a certain goal but for some reason when we're adults we think that oh we've now transitioned to adulthood we don't need help we've got this life is we've got life but actually it's not and if you think about it in terms of every olympic athlete to become the best in your field Every Olympic athlete has coaches, multiple coaches, multiple experts that push them, that get them to see things in a different way. And I recognize this very early on. And that's why I've decided to invest in a coach, because I know one, they help me to see things when I get stuck in my own mindset bubble and two, to keep me accountable. And also three, for me to have someone to actually bounce ideas off, because when a strategy isn't working, a lot of people can see that as them being a failure. But I say to my clients, there is no such thing as failure, only feedback. And it's not you that fails. It's just a strategy that fails. And for me, I have the goal. And I know very much now that, yeah, my roots to that goal may chop and change.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: as long as I have, you know, faith that it will happen, and I have someone account to be accountable for, I, I will get to that goal
0: okay so that we've got it out there now right so it's a six figure you've been in business for a month and it's within 12 months so 11 months from now so we're speaking in december so we'll give you until the 31st of december 2021 okay
1: okay God, you- All right? <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> and,
0: and we'll check in we'll yeah. check in with angelina and see how she's getting on she's put it out in the world now so so i know it's out there in
1: the quantum field it's (laughs) out there in the quantum field now but yeah and then i think there's also another point which i'd like to touch on about goals because i think a lot of people set goals they set the strategy but they don't do the mindset work to get to that goal Mm -hmm. and what i've noticed with a lot of people is that you could have the best mindset in the world you could have the best strategy in the world but I've done a lot of sessions now, RTT sessions, and I incorporate it with my clients. And rapid transformation therapy is a form of hypnotherapy, talking therapy, CBT, NLP. But people, even at all types of success, self-sabotage themselves. So I've had clients who have been high flyers in their corporate job and they've left their corporate job and they want to go pursue a career by themselves as a therapist or whatever it is a coach but they just can't get over blocks in their mind which is preventing them from getting to their goal and traditionally with nlp coaching you would think that oh just change the words the language that you use to yourself but actually there's something deeper because our subconscious runs on a program and interestingly there are all types of different programs that people pick up as a young age and one of the ones that has come up time and time again is actually a receiving block and a success block and what i mean by this is that it's happened mainly with people who have either been abused as children or they come from a ethnic background that is a certain type of culture and the messaging that they've got as a child is that i should be seen but not heard or Mm -hmm. if i'm seen I'm not valued or I don't deserve to receive praise, attention and success because, I don't know, men were always prioritized in the family. Women are not prioritized in the family. And so when it comes to them as an adult, it might be like 30, 40 years on, they have these subconscious blocks. So whatever they try to do towards their goals, they always self-sabotage themselves and it blocks them from getting to their goal. And until you remove that subconscious block, you will always self-sabotage.
0: Oh well, that's interesting that is um yeah that is very interesting that actually something that happened ages and ages ago can be subliminally mm-hmm. messing you up ninety
1: five percent of our thoughts actions emotions come from our subconscious so when traditional coaching or traditional therapy works by talking that is not as effective because your analytical mind is blocking what is really happening deep down. And all your programming, all your automated thoughts, behaviors come from your subconscious mind. And until you access them and change them, and that's why I always say hypnotherapy is like the fast track to success because you are able to go back into your store bank of memories and disconnect from it. At a subconscious level. And it's interesting because a lot of clients I've had of like, oh, I don't think this is going to work. I know what my limiting beliefs are. I know why I have them. But they're shocked when they go back to a memory and it takes them back to three years old. Even I've had one lady who went back to her time in the womb and she formed beliefs when she was a fetus. Wow. And these limiting beliefs, are affecting people because when you're an entrepreneur you have all these fears it's basically a deep inner child you're you're an adult on the outside but your brain is running on a program that you created when you were a child a blueprint that you're still running off and it's a major block to success at any level even in corporate jobs
0: so we all need some therapy
1: (laughs) we all have uh, we all have limited block
0: we've all got issues people out there it's okay you've got an issue but you're just normal right
1: exactly right
0: <laughs> so okay well that's been very very helpful there i'm going to give you the unashamed plug for what you do we're going to make sure that people can get hold of you in the show notes all right and yeah we're going to check out the joe's joe dispenser i'm mm-hmm. going to check with you offline how that's actually spelt and we'll make sure that that's in there as well and i'll have a look out there but angelina over to you go on shameless plug tell us what your ideal client would be okay Mm -hmm. which is obviously we've got to try and help you get to this six-figure income (laughs) by the 31st of December (laughs) that's
1: so so kind yeah so my speciality is new entrepreneurs who are struggling with imposter syndrome or even scaling their business they know that they are capable of great things but something is holding them back. They don't feel worthy of receiving money. They don't feel worthy of receiving success. And they just don't believe that their goals can actually come true. And it's my passion to help you unblock all of those BS limiting beliefs and get you confident, get you visible, and actually feeling aligned and passionate to your business.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very much, everybody. That's been Angelina Lim. Our details will be in the show notes thank you very much for joining us
1: thank you so much for having me
0: and we will check in with you yeah. in a year's Perfect. time see how you Perfect. get on thank you thank you for listening to this week's goals do come true if you want to be held accountable email your list of goals to doug at doug.bennett.co.uk. and to find out about my latest talks and upcoming book visit doug.bennett.co.uk.